0: When this happened, you talked about it on The Fan. Testaverde will take the snap, go to one knee. This game is over. The Jets lock up their first playoff appearance since 1991 on a 21-16 victory over the Miami Dolphins. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. Sounds good. I don't get to see him much, but when I do, it's short and pointless. 877-337-6666. He always likes to mess with the music, but he can't slow down the midnight ride as I got you for the next five hours. That's right, me and you, 877-337-6666 on this Thanksgiving Eve Wednesday morning. Tonight's the big night. We all go out, right? What are you, 18 years old? I don't go out. I'm going to be asleep on my couch by 11 o'clock tonight. That's how it works these days. You know how it works with the kids. I got one kid who's obviously sick. That's why I wasn't here yesterday. I had to take my son to get his tonsils removed this morning. A whole ordeal. Maybe we'll get into that. Thank you, Paul. Nice seeing you as always. Take care. So, yeah, I missed yesterday and a lot happened, right? A lot happened. Finally, they announced the Jets. They finally do the right thing and put Zach Wilson where he should have been from the beginning of this season as the third-string quarterback. Finally, it happened. The Tim Boyle era is upon us, and it's the only right thing to do. They should have done it much earlier, but it's now as they still, miraculously enough, I'm going to never get off this jet train. I'm such an idiot. I keep picking them in the picks. I still, for whatever reason, believe that there's a chance they could win this game against Miami and stay on course to hopefully get the Messiah of the franchise, Aaron Rodgers, back in time to maybe make a push. And we'll get into Aaron Rodgers and obviously what he says. You could forget everything else because, like, we we mentioned it. The coach comes on. He tells you they're benching Zach. Tim Boyle's the guy. Zach's going to be the third quarterback and he also said something else that kind of sparked news around here was he kind of insinuated that he wasn't on the same page with joe douglas for the draft of zach wilson and the idea of the preparation for that draft with the different things they could have done he had his he had his thoughts and he shared them with joe douglas but he's not going to go into it here and many took that as kind of him separating himself from this zach wilson pick kind of just putting out a little bit of a feeler as the storylines are just everywhere about how he has rode this quarterback into the dirt and will always defend him still. They're still talking about his career is bright. Oh, what a a bright future. I mean, we bench him every chance. We bench him constantly. Every single season he gets benched. He's horrendous. There's videos everywhere of that ridiculous screenplay where he just throws the ball into the ground instead of running for probably 20 yards. But even if it's two yards, you don't throw the ball into the ground. He's just atrocious. We all know he's atrocious, right? And yet they still, Aaron Rodgers, the coach, bright future. This kid's got a bright future. Just, just, oh. Sky's the limit for Zach Wilson. What nonsense. And so if he tried to separate himself, now he clarified the comments uh, earlier this uh, yesterday about, well, you know, I was more about talking about the, you know, the COVID. I had ways to go about blah. Here's the facts. You can't separate yourself, coach. You have aligned yourself with Zach Wilson. That's just the plain truth of it. Now, whether you did it because someone on high told you to do it or whether you believed in him, or I, which I can't fathom, whatever the case may be, there is no separating this coach, this regime from that pick, his play, and their stubbornness to stick with him and the plan. And that's where I'm going to focus today in this open, the plan, because that's what this is about. Never forget whether he's trying to separate himself. None of it matters. We can talk all day long about the job this coach has done and where this team is and where it should be, and every it doesn't matter. None of these guys are going anywhere. The offensive coordinator Hackett's been awful. The running game is unimaginative. They they could have done a million different things. It's so vanilla they can't do anything. He's terrible. He's never done anything else besides with Rodgers. Blah. He's going nowhere. Do you know why none of them are going nowhere? Because the leader of the franchise told you on his normal game day, which is now Tuesday, with Pat McAfee, he told you this was not the plan. The plan was for him to play the games. We know this. And it's an absolute failure of a plan. But they are not going to move on from the plan while he lives and breathes, while there is still a hope that he could return even this season, but next season. He talked about it in the podcast. He's seen the retire he's he's seen the retired life and he's not ready for that. He still feels like he's got a couple of good years in him. They moved heaven and earth and formed a plan around Aaron Rodgers. And until that plan either dies on the vine. Or lives out to fruition they are not changing the plan we all know what the failure of the plan was the failure of the plan and you could hear it from everyone in the organization who talks about it was allowing zach wilson to not be where he is now the third string quarterback when rogers talks about the plan and how it was for zach wilson to watch and not have to play and not have the burden of having to play if that was the plan if that's how they felt about it, the idea that they allowed him to be one injury away from playing the quarterback position for the New York Jets, going into the offseason of, you're not playing, you're here to learn. You're not playing, you're here to learn. You're not playing, you're here to learn. And then four snaps in, forcing him into play, and then doing nothing, nothing to do anything to bring in a different quarterback. The Minnesota Vikings lose Cousins the next day they got Dobbs. Every one of these teams, the Rams go make moves. Every one of these teams made Made moves to secure that position when things faltered and yet still the plan was to not play Zach the plan lasted four four plays and they did nothing to adjust their plan it was an it's an absolute debacle from up on high from the from the owner to the coach to the GM and to the leader of this franchise Aaron Rodgers if he had anything to do with this plan because if the plan was to not play, If that was the plan, then it's asinine to allow him to be the backup quarterback without going and addressing that position and then to allow it to continue and have your team and season fade to the point where last week you're even seeing the defense after a players-only meeting. After all of this, you can feel the defense, the entire team, they no longer can sustain this offense and this quarterback play. And they wait till they're down twenty nine to six before they make the move in the game against Buffalo, and now they wait till Week twelve to move on from them. And I understand the argument of who's who's uh, Tim Boyle. I don't care who he is. He's someone who knows Hackett's offense. He's someone who's been around. He's anyone besides Zach Wilson. And to listen to Aaron Rodgers on this thing, one talk about coming back. And I guess that was the discussion on the afternoon show, which we'll get into, whether or not, um, whether you bring Aaron Rodgers back, no matter the circumstance, we'll get into it. But at 877-337-6666. But if you openly discuss the plan, and when he says it's the plan, and how much he loves Zach, and how much he's, you know, he was looking forward to mentor Zach. If Zach knows the plan is, I don't have to worry about playing. And quite honestly, listen to him now. Listen to him now. I'm not. He's saying the right things, I suppose. I'm, I don't. I don't think he should go out there and bash the organization for benching him, considering what's gone on here and the uh, and the way the offense is produced. But is the Does he sound disappointed at all? He's not playing. Like, listen to the comments. Hey, I understand. Listen, yeah, you got to put on. You got to put points on the board, and I haven't done that. I get it. No, I'm not disappointed. No, I don't think I've been scapegoated. No, 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 no. Everything's fine. He's happy to be out of his misery. He went into the everything changed, right? That that was the talk around Zach Wilson. Everything in this offseason. Oh, he's his attitude is so much better. His his productivity is so much better. His uh, understanding of things so much better. His everything. I mean, he's improved leaps and bounds so much. Did you ever think it was the idea he knew he didn't have to play? Did you ever think maybe the pressure of not having to be the Jets quarterback is what allowed him to further blossom, however small it may have been in this offseason, during, during the preseason, during training camp? Did you ever think the idea that he knew he had big brother there and he was going to have someone to mentor him and the, the, the mindset of not having to play actually helped him? And then to put him in this position and ruin this season, which I've talked about forever, is one of three that you are chasing a championship. One of three, and everything else be damned. They're gonna they're gonna look to go trade for Deon, uh, to the, for Devontae Adams, correct? What are they gonna give up? What are they willing to give up? How much are you willing to give up to chase these three years? And my answer is what I think the Jets' answer is going to be: anything and everything. Because I'm tired of losing. I'm tired of being the the longest tenured team. In professional sports without a playoff appearance. I'm tired of this nonsense. I want to win. I want to win. That's how I feel. That's why I want the Giants to lose these games. Because ultimately, I want to win. I want sustained winning. It's, about, it's not about winning a game. It's about having a winning team year in and year out. And in the Jets' case, at least popping up and having a championship team once in recent freaking memory. I mean, since, you know, since 1969. So you move heaven and earth to have these three years, and they allowed one of those three years to be tanked by a quarterback where the plan was to not have him anywhere near the field. It's an an indictment on this organization. It's an indictment on Joe Douglas. But none of them, whatever they do, are losing their jobs. None of them. I'm telling you right now, I don't think the coach is getting fired. I don't think Hackett's getting fired. I don't think Joe Douglas is getting fired. They're all here because they never got to in implement the plan. And as long as the plan is out there, and as long as Rodgers is talking, and as long as Rodgers has Zach Wilson's back, and Joe Douglas is back, and obviously Hackett's back— and is back, as long as the plan is still sitting there itching to play for the New York Jets, the plan is not going to change. The plan is not going to change. They never got to implement the plan. They're not going to move on from it. They're just not. And I don't entirely think that's the wrong move. I don't think it's the wrong move. The problem was they didn't have a backup plan to make sure that Zach Wilson, a guy they benched for Mike White and the whole team celebrated, a guy they had to bring in Strevler in a game, a guy who tanked the previous season, a guy who the entire organization lost confidence in to the point of making sure they moved heaven and earth to bring a 38-year-old Aaron Rodgers in here coming off one of the worst years of his career and still had to bring him in because they did not believe in the quarterback. And they allowed him to be one injury away from being the guy who's forced into action, and then once that happened, did absolutely nothing to improve their standing in the position. Nothing. I know we harken back to Dobbs. Not, not a ton of people were clamoring for Dobbs at the time, but still, this a sixth-round pick for, for Dobbs, who's now leading Minnesota, you had to go make a move like that, whether it be him or someone else, for weeks and weeks because he popped up and won the Buffalo game because your defense had four turnovers. I mean, I understand they're the one team in the NFL that's beat the Eagles. I can't figure this out. That's the NFL. But the plan has never been instituted. The plan is still on board. The plan is still here. And believe it or not, as crazy as it sounds, if this defense wants to get up, if this defense and this team now are going to get a pep and a kick, out of Zach Wilson no longer being the quarterback, if this team is going to hear Aaron Rodgers talking about practicing on his birthday, December second, which by the way he shares a birthday with my mother, who knew that? Happy birthday, mom! If he if this team is going to get a, a a little bit of a rise out of the idea, it is literally now upon us that it is possible that Aaron Rodgers can return and the plan is back on board. I think that they could play a game against Miami and win. Because if you look at every other quarterback who's played for the Jets, every other quarterback in the Zach Wilson era who's played while Zach Wilson was either injured or benched has done far better than him and have won games. And if you watch Miami last week against the Raiders, they shot themselves in the foot over and over and over again. Tariq Hill's dealing with a hand injury. I'm sure he's going to play. But still, when they go up against good defenses... They have not been the offense that's dominated the NFL the way they had against the Broncos or the way they did did against the Giants or the Panthers. When they play legitimate defense, they aren't this world-beating offense. And if this defense can get back up, despite now, you know, the offensive line play for the Jets, you know Boyle is no no Rodgers, but at least he's something that gives you a chance. Someone that knows the offense, someone that can execute, someone who can, you know, Pick up the the, you know, pick up the call for a hot route, something change the play at the line of scrimmage, understand what's going on, and get rid of the ball quickly. Maybe, just maybe this defense can win this game against Miami and put yourself in a position to chase the plan in year one. 877, 337, 66 Just maybe. I know I'm crazy. I know I'm killing the team. I know I'm killing the quarterback. I know I don't think much about Boyle either. I don't. But I honestly believe that this team will play better, far better, now that that decision has finally been made. It needed to be made weeks ago. It's absolutely killed the team. But nothing's going to change until they execute the plan. And you can hear them talk about it. You hear Rodgers clear as day saying in his interview, this was not supposed to be the plan. But they did not hedge that plan at all. And that's what's going to be the failure of this season, without question. It's not. It, it, it's partially hack it, Don't get me wrong. Uh, every Everything sucks. All right, we get it. The offensive line's bad. The play calling is bad. Everything's bad. But the worst thing about this is Aaron Rodgers isn't the quarterback. That was the plan. And without that, it was never going to succeed, especially when you were telling this kid all offseason, relax, relax. You're not going to have to play. We got Rodgers. You're going to learn under his wing. You guys have a special relationship. You're going to figure out this offense. You're going to have a year. You're going to have two years to just sit, figure this thing out, gather your your wits about you, forget about last year, forget about the fan base booing you on a Thursday night game against the Jaguars, forget about being benched for every quarterback under the sun, forget everything. Don't worry about it. You're going to be fine. He's here to save us, and not only save us, save you and save your career. Put your feet up. Relax. And then four plays in, you thrusted him back into the situation because you didn't think it was worth adding a backup quarterback who could actually play the position right out the gate. And then week after week after week after week, you allowed this kid to fail to the point where the defense finally gave up after a player's meeting and then watching him throw screens with wide open field right into the dirt when he could have run for 20 yards. That's going to happen. Joe Douglas and his Jets allowed the plan to ruin this season. And it didn't have to be that way. 877-337-6666. So Jet fans, we'll take your call as we head into a game on Black Friday, the first of its kind. I'm looking forward to it. And as crazy as I am, I think they have a chance in this game. And if they do, if they do play well in this game and win this game, we are on target for hopefully the plan being instituted in late December. Better late than never. We'll get to the Giants as well. As you know where I stand on it, I'm disappointed they lost to Washington. Everybody hates me for it. I get it. Too bad. It's their fault, not mine. But I'll tell you what. If DeVito's going to blow up the tanking, then just blow it up nice and good and go out there and beat the Patriots and go win a bunch of games and show me you're someone who you have to take into consideration. Daniel Jones said something interesting that I completely have a newfound respect for Daniel Jones. We'll get into that. The Yankees are looking at another outfielder. We'll get into that. They've hired a bench coach, and I'll give you two reasons, Yankee fans, why most of you should be thrilled at the bench coach hiring. 877-337-6666. We got more than that to do over the next four and a half hours. So let's go. Let's get it on this five-hour midnight ride to 5 a.m. McMonigle here with you on this Wednesday morning overnight, the day before Thanksgiving. And I've hosted a bunch of Thanksgiving shows, but my first time as a full-time host, I got to give you my opinion about Thanksgiving. The good, the bad. And the turkey, 877 337 here with you until 5, right here on The Fan.